Once upon a time, upon an island in the middle of a lake, three public stewards joined forces to protect a small town's independence and start a podcast. I'm Superintendent and Coroner, Baby Smith Jones Johnson. I'm Fire Chief and Historian, Gil Gilman. I am Mayor Manny McDermott. is you come back. Hello, comebackers, and welcome back to another episode of This Is Yolkem Back. I am your mayor, Manny McDermott. And I'm Baby Smith Jones Johnson, and this morning, I found a dead bird in my toilet. And I'm Fire Chief Gil Gilman. Uh, I'm sure many of you all have seen the uh, sort of giant uh, lumberjack that I've been building out of that piece of wood in my front yard. Uh, please don't pay attention to it. It's a little self-conscious. Baby, Gil, as always, so good to see you all. I know we work together every day, but there's just a different energy that we bring to this room when we're recording. And I'm very excited to um, be back at the mic with you, as they say. Um, as you all know, I'm a little sore this week. Um, as we talk, oh yeah, we saw. Yeah, yeah. As we talked about last week, I was somehow signed up for the big game during uh, Yolkenback Thanksgiving festivities, and it was big. And you were you were chosen by by uh, the council. You were chosen as one of the fifty strongest. Uh, yes, um, that is still a mystery, perhaps to be unpacked in a serial podcast to come. Uh, but for now, I, I guess you know. I, obviously, I could speak to my own experience, but maybe I'd be interested to hear what was it like watching me compete. You know, there were fifteen events um, of increasing difficulty uh between us and the horses competing um so what what was it what was it like to see me out there amongst uh Back's fittest strongest and finest uh you know manny i um i have to apologize uh i uh i had my doubts about uh the caliber of your performance in the big game but um when i saw how quickly you unshackled yourself from that anvil at the bottom of inner lake i i knew there's a true athlete inside your heart. Yeah, Manny, you really displayed sort of, uh, I, I, I'd say, the the might of Achilles, if you will, uh, particularly in the javelin throwing competition. Yeah, Now, yeah, I think you misjudged it. It, it, it was meant to, to be about distance, and, and and you impaled that horse. I mean, it yeah. went down hard. It, it was a, uh, a clean and, puncture wound, just straight yeah. through. Yeah. yeah, thank goodness it was a quick uh, yeah. death at least. And, and that that was sort of a shame, but the, the rules said that that was okay. Uh, so uh, yeah, I I was very impressed. It was a shame you didn't win, though. Uh, Wendy Dungberry coming in, you know, just right at the last minute, scoring those last fifty points. Just and you yeah. know, it uh, it it was expected. This is Wendy's fifth year winning. Uh, they they even say it's a it's a Wendy's game. Yeah, I thought, you know, uh, despite Wendy's frosty personality, I did find her quite domineering as a physical presence. And, you know, I will say what I learned during all of this is that, you know, there's athleticism and there's training and that's important, sure. But at the end of the day, the ultimate motivator is panic. So, you know, when you're talking about that anvil at the bottom of the lake, it was pure adrenaline 
pure survival. Um, I've never had a thrill quite like the, all of the oxygen leaving my body. And it, it really does, you know, um, make you go to new heights as a human. All's well that ends well, right? I, I, I will say, um, I was hoping to get uh, your all's opinion on, so Louis went, um, the only person who was participating who was disqualified uh, in a non-injurious way uh, because it turned out he wasn't a horse, um, but instead a donkey. And I was wondering why, why aren't donkeys allowed into the event? Uh, you know, uh, Manny, the, uh, the exclusion of donkeys from the big game, it is, um, it's sort of, uh, our great shame that, uh, Gil and I have been bearing between the two of us, uh, for years now. Uh, it's just, you know, the exclusion is just locked up tight in city legislation and, um, well, Gil and I lost the key. Uh, it's actually, it's, it's right over there. There, there's a safe marked city legislation. And if we right, could get right. that open, then we could have donkeys, uh, mules, uh, okapis, uh, you name it, mm. competing in the, the big game. Yeah, let's add that to the strategic and, goals. And there's actually a lot of other legislation locked up in there as well. Uh, you know, they talk about political gridlock uh, is sort of keeping things from uh, people not cooperating with each other. But for us, it's really just uh, we lost the key. And, and, you know, those laws are, are there inside the safe. And, and it is booby-trapped. Uh, if we do try to open it by any other means than uh, using the key, then it will burst into flame. And, of course, uh, one of the laws that we know to be inside of the safe is that should these laws ever burst into flame, then uh, Yolkenbeck will become a lawless territory once again mm. where anarchy and chaos rule. So uh, we're trying to avoid that. Yeah, I would I would say so as the mayor that I agree with that. But I will say, you know, speaking of booby traps, my pecs and trapezoids incredibly sore from that anvil. But what doesn't make me sore, <laughs> what makes me quite uh, healthy and vibrant this morning is thinking about all of the people who came out to the big game who might not have been familiar faces to any of us. A lot of people came for the big game. They're also coming around for our holiday festivities. And um, yeah, I just what what's it like? You all are you know longtime residents of Yolkenbach. What is it like to see so much excitement, so many new faces? I like to think this podcast has something to do with it, but also you know the attraction of this amazing town. So what you know, so many new faces. What was that like? No, Manny, you're you're definitely right. Uh, this I these were record breaking numbers uh, that uh, Rhonda report, reported. Rhonda Booth, uh, the the uh, ferry operator, uh, reported. Uh, uh, people coming back into onto Yalkenbeck. Uh So, yeah, I think you're right. I think the podcast probably is something to do with it. Now, it, it's also possible, um, sort of the biggest baby boom on the island did happen about uh, 18 to 21 years ago. Mm. Uh, so there are just a lot of young college folks who are out for the holidays, coming back to the island to see their families. Um, so a lot of the, uh, them are probably responsible for those record-breaking numbers um but at the same time i hear a lot of them like to uh, ride share so mm. uh they that might not have all been uh part of those numbers uh, i will say that um just the other day uh down at the school board uh i was lucky enough to uh, register four new students uh their family has decided to move here permanently uh a, a lovely little group of girls um uh, I call them the Spice Girls because they all had such 
fun and spicy festive names. Oh, what were they? Oh, uh, uh, cumin, uh, turmeric, uh, paprika, uh, coriander, and that's four. That was all four of them. You know, I really admire their mother for almost naming them after spices, but slightly mispronouncing all of them. Um, I think that's a creative choice, which I, which I appreciate. You know, I will say I also um, I met another new resident who I want to welcome. You know, by name on this podcast, his name was Andrew Red. Um, as Gil was referring to, you know, we had a lot of college kids in during the holidays. Andrew Red was um, apparently you know brought in by a friend and he decided to stay here. Um, he wants to transfer to our community college. And while there isn't any paperwork to do that, um, I wasn't going to say no. Or a true transferal process. Right. Well, you know, if he overlooking wants to the go logistics. to our community college, well, then he's already passed. He's already been accepted. That's right. Frankly, if Andrew Red is interested in uh, taking control of and operating our community college, that's probably also okay. We do not have an official process for that. Good to know. Uh, the dean's office, um, we've just been using it as an extra mop closet uh, for the last decade. And uh, I do have to say, we have accumulated a mighty impressive collection of mops. Yeah, we ran out of space in the first mop closet here on the, uh, I mean, actually, the, the entire second floor of Town Hall here is actually just uh, a mop closet. I don't know if you've been able to check that out, Manny. We've got a, an impressive assortment of mops. There are both the sort of the stringed ones, uh, sort of like yarn just curled back in on itself. There are some industrial ones that sort of look like the flaps of car washes. And then there are some novelty ones. There's one that looks like uh, one of, uh, that uh, the cartoon lady. Um, from that adult animation show, uh, I forget her name, but but there's one that's just shaped like her head. It, it, it there's mm. really all kinds of mops there, uh, and then also all kinds of mops in the dean's office at the community college. Well, you know, I did try to go on the second floor, and uh, oddly enough, the floor was so filthy I couldn't even step on it. So that seems counterproductive. Yeah, there's really no space for cleaning. I, and most mm. of these mops, uh, they are collectible, so they are. Uh... I look, but don't touch, and definitely don't ever use them to clean the floor. Yeah, a lot of the city uh, city employees' pensions is actually tied up in uh, in mop futures, uh, so we're expecting uh, sort of down the line a lot of these mops to sort of just uh, increase in value, uh, and then when we do eventually retire or, uh, or or die, that our loved ones will be able to survive uh, and, and sort of have a livelihood okay, okay. Uh, after us. Gil, I know that you're fairly new to the treasurer role among the many hats you're wearing, but that does seem like something you should have told me in the economic brief last week. But um, we'll leave, I, we'll leave business know, Manny, off the I, air, but that I'm just saying. Okay, but, but I would just like to reiterate that when I took on the role as treasurer, I thought that it was a person who was trying to find treasure on the island. Uh, I was not aware that it was sort of controlling the, the social securities uh, of our uh, of our employees. Mm. That does explain the scuba suit you're wearing under your zip pants. And it explains this golden monkey figure that I found just digging around up in Lloydsbury Park. You know, if that's not a clue, I don't know what is. Well, speaking of clues, I don't have a clue where we're going to 
put all of these new people that have been on the island, but you all tell me that we have a state-of-the-art resort. Um, can you tell our listeners about that? Especially if we have anybody that's listening that might be thinking, I want to visit Yolkenbach, but where will I stay? Oh, well, uh, we do have the Yolkenbach Lodge. Uh, mm. uh, we call it that because it is, um, it's lodged between uh, Lone Mountain and uh, a massive oak tree. Lodged, uh, lodged in an oak tree. Um, so it's like a treehouse. Oh, oh, uh, lodged between the mountain and the oak tree. Uh, see, we originally tried to build it on top of Lone Mountain, uh, but a, a strange, mysterious wind blew it over the mountain, uh, and it got wedged in between the tree and the mountain. And uh, well, we just left it there. Though there are a number of sort of unique rooms that uh, guests can stay in. There is treehouse rooms that have been built up uh, out of the, the sort of the roof of the, the facility. Mm. Um, there are a couple of underwater rooms. Uh, oh. a, 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 several years ago, there was a, a sort of a substantial leak that started. Uh, it really never ended. I, I, I don't believe it was been, been fixed to this day. Uh, that just flooded several of the rooms uh, of the lower part of the lodge. And so those have been rebranded as underwater rooms. Uh, and, and there is even a lightning watcher's room, uh, sort of at the peak of the lodge, that has a lightning rod attached to the ceiling. Well, um, that sounds incredibly exhilarating, much like the big game itself. So for everyone who came for thrill-seeking adventure, it sounds like they found it even where they slept. Um, and that's the Yolkenbach way. Well, apart from the Yolkenbach Lodge, it's been very exciting to see so many new faces around here. Um, I will say uh, it's it's been a stressful day at Town Hall. We actually have people running uh, very heavy machinery uh, downstairs. I'm hoping you can't hear it on the podcast. Um, but talking about this has me in a great mood again, has me in great spirits. Um, so maybe just um, some, what are some of your takeaway thoughts from the this past Thanksgiving week? I know we already talked last week about what we were grateful for but what when you think about what it meant for the town as we try to you know bring more people to our island and save our town from the lawn arm of the state um do you think do you think we made some inroads over thanksgiving i mean i think the answer can only be yes and i i i think perhaps the best demonstration of that is is the loud construction that's going on uh on the third floor uh this is going to be our new uh welcome facility uh it's our hope that uh, new comebackers will come to the island, come to town hall, will say hello, uh, and then we'll be able to take sort of a, a little roundabout tour of the third floor uh, and sort of see a little bit of history of the island, learn about our culture, and also see where they can fit in, um, as well as maybe find some uh, assistance if they're looking for employment, somewhere mm -hmm. to live. Uh, maybe they just want to catch a good game of golf yes i i am also gil i'm very excited for that indoor driving range and i will also say we can offer a sneak peek here um we found the funding and the ever popular downtown wallet store will be opening a second location within the welcome center so that um, you can spend some money to hold some money um well i oh that sounds is that the emergency line gil 
Yes, that is the uh, that's the nine one one number. Yes, uh, I was waiting for you to finish what you were saying. Well, don't no, please stop waiting um, for me to answer that phone, Gil. So I should answer. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, hello, this is uh, Yolcom Beck Town Hall. How's it going? Uh, I'm doing all right. Gil, this is an emergency ask, line. Will you please it's... be more urgent? Yeah, I'm sorry. This is the emergency line. Would you please be urgent with what you have to say? This is Scoop. Oh, hey, Scoop. How's it going? Hi, I, who is, I didn't know I was making, yeah, I didn't know I was Gil. making a call. I'm sorry. This is Scoop Lauderdale. Oh, yeah. No, this is Gil Gilman down at Town Hall. Oh. Gil Gilman, fire chief. Hi, Gil. How are you? I'm doing okay. I, uh, it's, it's nice talking to you again since you accidentally called me this morning. I'm so sorry. Uh, I've been all out of sorts since I had this weird popsicle yesterday, um, and haven't felt very good since. Um, but I'm coming back too, and it's, it's, um, it's good to hear another voice that, that is of a, a physical body for once. Of course, yeah. Uh, uh, well, you know what they say, you, you popsicle one day, uh, hear a voice the next day. Uh, you gotta, you gotta turn it around yeah, if a, you've had a bad boss. A classic yeah. saying, uh, Gil. Scoop, uh, could you please give your mother my heartfelt thanks for her paper cut home remedy? I, 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 who would have ever thought to put a bandaid on it? She is. I'm telling you, she surprises me day in and day out with her remedies and her, her, just general um, compassion. I, I, I never knew that as a child from her, um, but I got I got a really bad paper cut too one day, and as a 25-year-old man, there I was being mended by my own mother, and I'm glad that she's reached you. Uh, well, uh, it, uh, it is an occupational hazard. I do have very large quantities of uh, antique vellum, and uh, it was bound to happen one day. Well, Scoop, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't know if you, uh, you know this, but uh, we got a new mayor here on the island. Sure, uh, Mr. Mayor Dermot, yeah. is he on the line? That's right. Yeah, he's. Uh... That's right. You see, usually when somebody accidentally calls town hall, which is um, an oddly frequent endeavor, I usually don't know who they are. I'm meeting a lot of people for the first time, but me and Scoop actually talked because Scoop sold me my my home here. Um, how are you, Scoop? That's right. I'm doing fine. Are you still in that home down on Laramie? Or have you moved? Um, so I, I, I was only in the Laramie home for a temporary uh, a day, and I decided it, something about it, the energy was a little off, so I'm down on Bay Bay Street now. Uh-huh. How do you like it? Well, you know, um, the, the I had a rocky start. Is, the tree, sorry to interrupt, but the tree co I've always loved the tree cover. Yes, I, I, I thought that yes. uh, putting little little blankets on the trees down at, at the Bay Bay was also a super cute idea. It's probably one of the sort of most original features about the Bay Bay, though. I think the Ray Bay next door sort of does that tree quilt thing. Uh, it sort of it, it, it's it seems not only derivative, but also a bad idea as the leaves, especially on sort of the more coniferous trees. The, the needles they just poke right through the holes of the quilt mm -hmm. and it's like what's the point uh, you can't even really call it a tree cover anymore at that point it's more like a tree pin cushion mm. but i will say i do have scoop to think because the reason i was in uh, laramie lane for such a short time um was because scoop warned me that uh 
it probably wasn't the home for me. And, you know, usually I would check it out myself, but just something about the tone of his voice, um, you hear it here. I, I felt like I had to trust him. Um, I, Scoop, you never really told me what that was about, though. Why, why, why did you think that? Well, because, it, well, here's the thing, Mayor McDermott. I could, I could go breathless trying to warn you about, you know, um, a spider infestation back in '85, or whether it be, you know, a lingering spirit who never had a toy room and was, was bitter throughout its whole. Whatever it is, it's your realization that you must come to. And I'm glad that you eventually, even after my consultation was over with, came to your own conclusion to leave yourself. Yeah, it's, uh, it, you might not know this, Manny. Uh, it's uh, real estate uh, on the mainland, I believe, has a, a particular meeting. But uh, on Yolkenbeck Island, it, it's, it's, a sort of a shortening of your realization of the state that of the house that you're living in. That's my tagline. The, the realist. That's my yeah. tagline. Your realization. Scoop me up. Uh, and uh, scoop. I, <laughs> I love. Uh, speaking of scooping you up, your tagline. I love uh, your jingle. Uh, would you, uh, would you indulge me and in, uh, just sing it for us? Um, sure. I've been working on a little bit of uh, accent to it as well. So I'll give you the new version. You can tell me what you think. Here's my home. Scoop it up. I think I smell a Grammy in the works, Scoop. Yeah. So I, I mean, to, it's it's to be sung from the perspective of the home buyer, um, mm. which... It hasn't really been interpreted correctly yet. I, I might need some feedback if you have any. Uh, well, any at all. <laughs> I, I don't want to uh, uh, step on any toes uh, by means of your artistic process, but maybe you could consider writing the jingle from the point of view of the house. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. But you know, Scoop, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate to uh, what Baby was just saying. I think it's perfect. I don't think you should change anything. If anything, I would say it's too good. And frankly, I know that, that they don't give rankings for commercials that are played on the radio. But uh, I see this being a number one hit on uh, on the terrestrial waves of Yolkenbeck. Wow. Uh, so if... I, I think it could really slow down a lot of productivity if that, that gets out there. People singing it all the time, dancing to it, maybe getting into provocative situations Ooh. on a dance floor as they're I, getting down dirty with uh, i'd be a proud the... observer of that well, well i you know that's that's perfectly fine for some people but uh i think we all know that the yolkum beck dance hall is uh is a family institution well i am i am beat red at the compliment and and the vision you've described uh, well i have you guys on the line and thanks so much for for calling me or i can't remember if i called you um, Mayor McDermott, can we go back to, just as, for my business records, why did you choose to leave the house on Laramie? Well, you know, Scoop, um, I'd say it was a series of things. You see, I, I, I came, I came to the island a few days before, um, uh -huh. things, and I, I dropped by the Laramie Lane household and, you know, I came bare bones. So I just brought my, 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 
uh, my Frozen 2 sleeping bag, because uh, the cold doesn't bother me anyway, am I right? And um, Sure. So I sure. was... I, I nestled it sort of in the middle of what I assume would have been the living room, um, the one with the the spindly chandelier. And I will just say that the next eight hours of my life was a series of unexplainable phenomena. Um, for example, when mm-hmm. I first walked in, there was a cup of open tapioca pudding. Tapioca um, pudding. I, yeah, and on. I could have I could have swore I saw a clown like coaxing me toward him and i had this overwhelming urge to play basketball but without my hands anyway and then so it just like it started there and then you mean as the night went on yeah every sport i even wanted to go to space it was like a psychic um anomaly uh i felt like a like i felt like people would watch me do anything as long as they were children um it was insane And, and then it just like things were moving and it just felt like i was unwelcome there in my current body perhaps if i was hairier friendlier um and frankly more athletic um despite my big game performance i think i think then the house would have let me uh live there but i i don't i'm not usually one to believe in the supernatural scoop but I, it felt haunted it's scoop uh um mm-hmm. could tell me if this is right that the that house on on Laramie, that was uh, the Relner Trip uh, home. Is that correct? Um, could uh, you before, could you speak up? Isn't that where I'm... isn't that where old Victor Relner Trip uh, lived? Uh, he he was sort of that really uh, powerful, just athletic man that uh, was building that rocket in the backyard there, yeah. trying to get to the moon. Now that you say that. Now that you say that, I am seeing. Well, I checked my records uh, since you said that, and Victor's name is on the homeowner's record for that. Um, it says here he was profoundly into. He had all kinds of different sports paraphernalia around his house. A basketball goal um, was taken down after he died. Yes, I think you're right. Yep. Uh, Manny, you you might not know this, but um, Scoop actually, along with ha- having sort of a, a lot of great access to homeowner records, mm. uh, very detailed. I think you can hear yes. uh, detailed in- that even indicates de- their I- interests. Detailed indeed, and it says here that um, uh, there was a there they had to take down a shed. When did you move in, Mayor McDermott? What year was that? Can you recall? Oh, it's just five weeks ago, Scoop. Five weeks ago. That would have been 2000. Anyway, there was a recent fire. Uh, the shed, the, sh- the backyard shed recently burned down. Um, wow, okay. In weeks, in weeks prior to your moving in, which would have been 2000. Well, there were anyway. A miter saw accident occurred in the shed where Victor unfortunately lost both of his hands. And my gosh, this that hot, shed! Absolutely. Has, not has only was he things. not able to provide adequate love to his various partners, um, which also haunted him for many years. He his first love of backyard basketball was no longer a reality um so so that might i don't know i'm no sleuth i only listen 
when I go into these well, houses. I, I only intend to learn and listen, but maybe we are learning that he wanted to play a little handless basketball with you. I, I mean, and, uh, I love uh, I love a hands-free um, experience, certainly. Uh, well, so many, as you're undoubtedly under, under understanding from this call with Scoop, uh, along with uh, being a real estate agent, um, Scoop does a lot of uh, research to get these homeowner uh, uh, sort of dossiers, if you will. Uh, and, and a lot of that is through sort of, I would say, a supernatural connection he is able to attain hmm. um, with the... Uh, lingering spirits uh do you think that's fair to refer to them as uh, the the recently deceased uh but but scoop uh, i i think has a non-traditional way of uh, certainly we have uh, you know plenty uh, of of ghost speakers here on the island i mean uh, two dozen at least uh and, and but but scoop sort of has a non-traditional way of connecting with them which is through song i do i do yeah, and and it's um, it's it can get very heavy for me, and I don't want to um, force any of these messages that I have heard within these spaces, and I don't aim to retell them in inaccurate ways. So forgive me if I get um, a little bit emotional um, as we kind of talk about the residences that are that are open. On the on the island, if if you're interested in broadcasting that, yes, I, I yes, think yes, please. Really scoop, um, you might not know um, this scoop. Scoop, if it's uh, um, easier on you uh, emotionally, um, I actually have a, a recording here on my phone of uh, when you helped me move into my house, and uh, we kept finding those mysterious black puddles of liquid on the floor, and uh, then you. You channeled uh, through your music the the spirit of um, uh, the little dead Dutch girl who was uh, buried mm -hmm. in the floorboards. Uh, so uh, I can play that now if it's if it's easier for you. Let's hear it. Yeah, I, I haven't heard that number in a while. Oh, I still get goosebumps. She, she, I mean, I love that recording for a few reasons. Um, one being that it's a very complex musical number. You can, you can hear that she must have been educated mm -hmm. thoroughly uh, in music yeah. theory. I heard a lot. I heard pretty much the, the full circumference of the circle of fifths. Um, having heard a lot of songs, I know, I know what that what that sounds like so uh. but you know having uh having repaired a lot of cars i have to say it, I, it did not sound like she was very well educated in the automotive arts uh no well she died very so. young if i remember yeah gil that seems kind of harsh yeah she died very young but her father i believe was was a mechanic here and y'all come back for at least a short amount of time if not a long one yeah i too understood that from yeah, the I... subtext of the song um I heard that as well. Uh, you know, I I think I um I might actually remember 
her father's mechanic shop, uh, their slogan was, we could take care of it, or maybe we can't, because who knows how long we'll be here. Right, yeah, that's ominous. That was the slogan. Uh, unfortunately, this was sort of the beginning of the miter saw accidents that were sort of plagued the island for a while there, and so uh, her father also lost both of uh, his hands shortly thereafter and, and was unable to perform any more oil changes. It, it, it was sort of a blow to the island's cars. Uh, we, we sort of shifted to golf carts soon thereafter. Uh, Scoop, I do uh, remember your hit fundraiser uh, to raise money for hand transplants for all the miter saw victims. Um, what was it called? Uh, oh, the hand job, I remember now. That's oh, right. Wow. We've had six hand jobs since. Um, and well, we hope we only hope that we can continue to give hand jobs, uh, continue to host hand jobs in the future to keep to continue raising more funds. That does sound like a sad story with a happy ending. But I will say, you know, speaking of things you could count on four disembodied hands, you were talking earlier about all of the open properties. And since, you know, you might not know that the goal of this podcast is actually to um, get people to move to Yolkenbach. We're trying to increase our population. So I'm sure a lot of them would love to know, well, where would I live? So, um, Scoop, you, you mentioned you'd like to talk about some of the open properties. Uh, please feel free. Right. But before we get to those properties, we're going to take a quick commercial break. So stick around and you will hear about the open houses on Yolkenbach. But first, a word from our sponsor. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by This Might Help. This Might Help is a one-of-a-kind online mental health service. While most of those other guys connect you to a licensed mental health professional, This Might Help cuts the cost in half, connecting you instead with a series of videos sure to temporarily boost your spirits or break the dam holding back your impending tears. All you have to do is log on to thismighthelp.edu, take the survey to determine which videos boost your mood, and put in promo code BACK to receive 50% off at checkout. So whether you love videos of military members reuniting with their dogs or children with absurdly mature singing voices, this might help, might help you. Baby, Gil, what videos usually give you a boost? Uh, you know, I have to say, um, I love this series of YouTube videos uh, uh, that uh, detail the day-to-day -day life of a, a pair of twin alpacas uh, down in uh, Peru in the, the Andes Mountains. Uh, they, um, they were born uh, just, just their necks, just their necks and their heads. Uh, and they, they love to just roll down the hillside uh, and uh, be carried back up because they they can't they can't get back up on their own. I can see how that would boost your spirits, Gil. As someone who's struggled with addiction in my past, uh, I was really moved by the videos of those two gentlemen dressed in frog costumes uh, just talking about the ways that overcoming their addiction has just made them better people. Uh, a little preachy for my sakes, uh, so uh, but uh, I, I still I think it might help. Well, if this conversation helped you feel a little better, head on over to thismighthelp.edu and take the survey today. As they say, it's no replacement for professional guidance, but hey, it might help. And 
And we're back. Scoop, take it away and give us the scoop on these open properties. Sure, sure. So right now we're looking at a lot. Well, right now and for the past 25 years, frankly, <laughs> we are looking at openings on Corpus Road, plenty of nice little shotgun houses on Horse Road. Um, a lot of a lot of visitors to the island are asking about properties on Wealthier Way. Sure. Um, since it's the first kind of promenade view you see on the ferry on the side of um, the lake shore there. Um, but with the population being so small, um, lots of those properties on Wealthier Way are occupied because they're going for very cheap nowadays. So, mm. um, yeah, so we have a lot of good openings. Um, call me. I'm Scoop Lauderdale. I'm scooplauderdale.com. I'll scoop you up. Um, and so just give me a call. Please give me a call. Well, I'm sure people I mean, will, and we'll be sure to make sure that everyone knows your your phone number in a, a private and sort of discreet way so that they're able to do so. Sure, sure. Um, oh, oh, shh, 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 shh. Did you hear that? Did you guys, did, did you hear you, that on the line? I, I heard it, uh, Baby and Manny. I'm, I mean, we're all in the same room and listening through the same speaker. So I think we all, yes, we did, I think we we're, everyone's nodding. I heard, I felt it. I have not experienced anything, um, any type of connection that intense since I've moved in. Um, and I'm glad you were here with me to witness that. Is everyone, is everyone okay? Does anyone... Did anyone recognize that voice? I'm just kind of, I'm kind of thrown off at the moment. I'm lost for words. Um, you know, I, um, I'm starting to connect some dots here. I think, um, uh, Scoop, you mentioned earlier that uh, you had a, a bad popsicle, uh, and oh. now I, uh, has anyone checked up on uh, Linda Graybills recently? Oh. She oh, was no, over a hundred years old. Hey, Scoop, is it? You're not in the in the Graybill household right now, are you? That's not where you got that popsicle that you ate yesterday. I am, Cause and I, it is. You, oh, Scoop, that oh, is that God. a problem? Well, now that I think about it, that did sort of sound like Linda Graybill's warbling that we often hear from her street side ice cream, um, ice cream store. Wow. I. I keep belching and it smells like a, like an automotive. Is that antifreeze or some some type of formula? Oh. I can't quite pick it up, but it's definitely inside of me. That is uh, that is that's Linda's um uh, signature sort of secret sauce was uh that was the the key the antifreeze. Oh dear God! Oh dear God! <sighs> Okay, well, uh, on the plus side, I am feeling very lucid. So does anyone have, to, is there anything else we'd like to, uh, concerning real estate? I mean, I'm down to make some sales. The problem is I've been missing every showing um, I've made this week. I just can't seem to get my schedule hammered down. Um, well, well, since you're in, uh, I mean, I it is terrible uh, that we are sort of now, both learning and uh, announcing the passing of the 
original uh, Little Miss Cornhole. Um, so that that is a sad day for everyone here on Yolkenbeck. Uh, yeah. How many bedrooms is it? Uh, you know. And does it still have the original crown molding? Uh, because I know that Linda did talk about um, wanting to to remove a lot of the uh, original uh, craftsman features. Yeah, well, and actually, you know, so answer that question also. But Linda also had that pool, and she would never invite me to those damn pool parties. And I, you know, actually, how much? It, I wouldn't tell me all about this. Never, I'm, I'm a little interested. You never got to go to a chowder pole party. No, I was never once invited to to that. She I, loved, I didn't even know they were called that. Oh, uh, she would fill that whole pool with corn chowder. I actually went to her most recent one like this past week. Oh, bless your heart. Man, Manny, is that why you couldn't come to my screening of, of my short film? Um yeah, yeah, yes, Gil. That that they did overlap. We even made those uh those special snacks that you like because of your dietary thing, Manny, and we uh we stayed up and waited for you. And it's a really short film, Manny, frankly. It's like two and a half minutes. So the fact that you went to a, a chowder party or whatever it's called and, and just skipped my short film while we stayed up just waiting for okay, you. Okay, first and of all. Frankly, wait. I still can't get the smell of your special snacks out of my kitchen. So uh, maybe it is for the best that we have Scoop on the line here. Uh, Scoop, do you have any um, any helms that are uh, dietary snack scent free? I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? I, there are ghosts everywhere in this house, and, and it's it's like a cacophony of of awful singing. You know what, Scoop? Um, you don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer this antagonism. I, I will say first of all that um, I just want you two to understand that you don't know what it's like to feel corn chowder going through your fingertips, like um, as you swim. It's a delightful feeling. And second, I I don't want us to, in the excitement to. Um, potentially move into or move someone new into Linda Graybill's uh, beautiful um, corn chowder filled residence. I don't want to move past the possibility that we have a death of a true icon of this town. And um, Scoop, I know, you know, I, I can hear that you have some some musical talent there. And, I, and I've been reading, um, still getting through Gill's history of Yolkenbach book. And I just got past a chapter about the traditional funeral anthem of Yolkenbach. And since you have a piano uh, handy, um, I was wondering if maybe you could you could play that anthem for us, uh, just so we could take a moment to appreciate what Linda Graybill gave us. Sure. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back, y'all. set to music um, not just written on the page i um i'm moved scoop i'm sorry linda I it's okay that you didn't invite me to your pool parties I... she i i she's 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 telling you she's telling me telling you 
Oh, I lost it, but surely she'll be back. Yeah. She's welcome back. Oh. Well, um... Where do you live, Scoop? I live down on Porpoise Road. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, it's very lonely. Please, come yeah, Scoops. move in next to me. I have three houses next door on one side. You uh, heard it, listeners. Scoop, no neighbors. Scoop is at the house at the end of the lane, um... Oh, or I guess at the at the end of the road. It's a cul-de-sac, yeah, down in the cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there are actually lots of other houses there, but uh, no one lives in any of the others. Uh, yeah, we've got a beautiful um, gecko art looking. I don't know. It's a it's like a it's a one bedroom. I've never been in that one before. That was more recently constructed. There's one. Um, at the first left turn into the neighborhood, shaped like a dolphin. I don't. It's oh, very that, impressive what, card. That was the uh, the Seminole House built uh, on Porpoise Road, and uh, it's actually where it uh, it gets the name. I, uh, uh, Manny, you'll probably learn this uh, as you progress through Gil's book. But there is a, a chapter on how each of the roads and streets here in town uh, got their their kooky zany names. Yeah, uh, in it actually. The house there on Porpoise Road is featured. Um, it was originally built like the road, um, so that's why it was called Porpoise Road, uh, because the first house there was built like a road. Um, but then uh, uh, later uh, they decided that that was a little confusing, um, so they uh, re- reshaped the house, sort of tore down a lot of the original construction, which was unfortunate, but but they built it into sort of that uh, n- nice dolphin curvature. Well, wow. interesting. I'm certainly. Confused. I believe there's a library in in the dorsal fin. Interesting. Well, Scoop, thank you so much. I love your spirit, and yes, why stay at the lodge when you could take out a mortgage? Um, so everybody, call up Scoop, get scooped up, and come come live in Yolkenback. That's why we're here. Um, thank you, Scoop. I'm so glad you called in, even if it was an accident. Thank you all for for listening to me and and everyone else here in this house tonight and and for for oh, encouraging me to be more open i i do appreciate that and i've been well we we can talk again soon please i, w- I would love that yeah uh, scoop i i expect to hear from you bright and early tomorrow when you accidentally call me again okay talk soon bye-bye uh well uh that tone means it is time for time, weather, and uh, community announcements. Uh, it's uh, currently uh, 5.32 a.m., uh, and it's uh, it's raining raining uh, concerningly hard outside. Uh, uh, maybe we should, uh, we'll look into that. The wheels on the bus go round and round. City bus taxes are going up by three cents this year. Projections show that this increase may actually allow us to finally purchase a bus. Patsy the Peregrine Falcon gave birth to four beautiful chicks last week at the Yolkenbach Aviary. They've been named Captain, Atlanta, Millennium, and Jimmy. Should comebackers be wearing helmets? A recent study from Dr. Olive's office shows that head injuries have gone up on the island by 700% this month. Head safety is a serious issue. In preparation for flu season, the Yalkenbach Health Department will once again be hosting its annual kissing booth. 
Happy No Rent November! Thanks to a generous tax write-off from the Richard Gilman brother, we are offering all people who moved to Yolkenbach before December 1st two months of rent-free living on the house. So come rent a house, please. Yolkenbach Boomerang Club meets on the East Pier again this Sunday at 11 a.m. This week, they will be continuing to reach their goal of having a boomerang circumnavigate the island, which they have been practicing since their founding a month ago. And if any of those sound like a place you'd like to call home, remember, this is Yolkenbach. This is Y'all Come Back is an improvised podcast performed by Corey Collins, Josiah Knight, and Cameron Lindsay. Music written and performed by Caleb Ritchie. Check out his music at Caleb Ritchie Music on Facebook. Our cover art was done by Pip Lloyd. You can find Pip and their work on Twitter with the username at underscore proto Pip. Eager for more This Is Y'all Come Back or have a community announcement that you'd like to be read on the show? Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pod on Twitter, and at ThisIsYalcombeck on Instagram. Our special guest, Scoop Lauderdale, was played by Ryan Anderson. Ryan is the frontman of the band Bendigo Fletcher. Check out Bendigo Fletcher on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your music. Or on Bandcamp at bendigofletcher.bandcamp.com. That's Bendigo, B-E-N-D-I-G-O, Fletcher, F-L-E-T-C-H-E-R dot bandcamp dot com Personal recommendation for the songs Chocolate Garden and Wonderfully Bizarre Our email is yalkombeckpodcast at gmail dot com That's Y-A-L-L-C-O-M-E B-A-C-K podcast at gmail dot com If you really want to support This is Yalkombeck you can support us on Patreon where we are always eager to hear your suggestions for new content and ways that we can engage with our listeners. If you like what you heard here, please hit subscribe so that you can get the newest episode in your feed every week. And while you're at it, leave a five-star review. Finally, share the show with your friends. Just like the people of Yalkenbeck, we are looking to grow, and we would love to welcome more folks into our community. Thanks for listening. <laughs>